Well, hello and welcome to episode 203 of the Veg Grower Podcast. My name's Richard and I like to grow food, my allotment and garden, based in Lillehampton, West Sussex. At the moment, I'm on my allotment and I'm just thinking about my growing plans for 2019 and how I'm going to set up my allotment. So I'll come back and uh, once I've gone through my plans and talk about that. In the meantime, let's catch up with what I've been doing over this last week and what the tip of the week is. It's Wednesday today, the 9th of January 2019. Uh, It's about 7 o'clock in the evening at the moment and I am just about to pop into my little potting shed to check on the seedlings that I planted or sown sorry at the weekend I mentioned these in last week's podcast but oh yeah I can see they've started to grow or some of them have anyway um what have I got growing well let's take the lid off and have a good look Yeah, great. Some of my salad leaves have started to pop up. Yeah, that's that's looking good. Quite a few actually. They've germinated well. And I can see two cauliflowers have just started to pop up as well. So that's pretty good going. That's what, three days? Three, four days? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, three days. So that is a pretty quick turnaround. them to grow now of course germinating is only one part of the journey will they carry on we shall find out but so far yeah i am pleased with that i'm just giving them a bit of a water with uh, my little spray bottle there we go don't need a huge amount but just keep them damp now i use a spray bottle kind of like a mister just find that's just enough to keep the soil just that little bit damp but yeah that's what I've got to report for today I have germination on two out of the four seeds that were sown well today is a Sunday the 13th of January 2019 and I'm down the allotment I've came down here today uh, spent a few hours down here I would have liked to have got here a bit earlier, but that didn't happen. Instead, I got here a bit later. uh, And I came down here with one one task in mind that I really wanted to do. And that was to complete building the the border of the bed on my my large bed at the very top of my allotment. On a newer half, shall we say. I have one very large bed that I'm trying to keep a bit more like a... Uh, all-in-one, all-encompassing bed um, rather than having dedicated beds just to mix things up and try things out. Anyway, I started building that last year and I never got around to completing it because of various reasons. But this week I came down and decided that was what I was going to concentrate on. Now I started by just having a bit of a tidy up, clearing off some of the weed suppressant membrane that I put down to suppress weeds and moving a few bits and pieces. Now when I pulled back the membrane, the, well, 
the grass that was underneath the cooch grass and stuff had started to die back quite nicely um, and even some of the cooch grass roots had came up and that made them easy to remove so that was cleared and tidied up and then I set about screwing and well building the bed basically I hammered stakes in the ground and then drilled the pallet wood that I actually made last year and painted to the stakes and that's ready to go. Might need a lick of paint in the future, but that's neither here nor there. Because I use pallets, and pallets wood is not exactly equal length or sizes, thickness, uh, unless you get exactly the same pallets, but the ones I get, they're all different. So I don't like them to be perfectly straight when I put these borders in. I like them to be a bit hickety-pickety, a bit bit wavy and a bit uneven personally that's my personal feeling anyway you may differ but that's how I feel so, so that is in the ground that is now built and in the ground and ready to go and I'm happy with that after after I built built the bed I then laid the weed suppressor membrane back down um, and weighed that down with bricks and pots and actually, it's looking really good. I'm really pleased with it, actually. Um, it's helping suppress... That should help suppress the weeds a bit more. Um, and, in fact, it won't be long before things get planted. So now we've got to concentrate on bringing manure and compost in and start really going to town on that. Then I harvested some Jerusalem artichokes and some potatoes. Uh, I've still got potatoes growing, and artichokes for that matter. Uh, so, yeah, uh, really, that's what I've done down the allotment. Uh, I've noticed the rhubarb is growing quite a bit at the moment. So, might be, might be an early year for rhubarb, I think. We'll, sit, we'll keep an eye on that. I'm going to head home now, uh, and I'm hoping to do a bit of gardening at home, which I will discuss in just a tick. Well, continuing on from this morning where I was down the allotment, I'm back at home, and I am in the potting shed. I am just sowing a few more seeds um, and they are chives, some salad leaves again, uh, some pepper, hot peppers they are, chilli snake they're called, and some sweet California sweet peppers. Uh, so just again, four again this week and they're just going to, I'm just sieving over some sowing compost over the top so they are sown and they are going to live in my heated propagator again where they'll grow on and hopefully become some food now last week i sowed some salad leaves uh, and i said they had germinated earlier on this week as had a couple of cauliflowers and oh and now some kale and the kale has actually germinated a lot better than the cauliflower so far. So, things are looking good. Those three are going to be moved into another propagator that has the lid, or the vent in the lid, open to let the moisture escape a bit. Um, pretty standard thing to do, I think. Funny story, Thursday night I had popped out in the evening and uh, when I came home... I, I didn't notice anything odd. Friday when I came home from work, uh, it was already dark and I looked out my kitchen window to my potting shed and I noticed 
the grow lights weren't on, which I thought was a bit unusual because it's around the time they were on. In our kitchen, we have a little switch that basically is the switch that powers outside our outside area, including the lights and things. That turned that was turned off. Um, my wife on Thursday night saw the lights were on in the potting shed, thinking I had left just left the light on, decided to turn it off in the kitchen. Not the end of the world. Um, I turned them back on, and it kind of everything looks to be okay but okay the lights were off earlier than they should have done but also my propagators they were turned off for uh, 24 hours I suppose which is a bit of a bugger um, thankfully nothing's lost and it's still early on uh, <laughs> I had a word with my wife about that and quite rightly I didn't tell her that that was what was going on so um, yeah would take joint responsibility on that so that is what I've done today really uh, getting things sewn I've got plans for the future getting there I'm happy today is Monday the 14th and I'm in the studio I haven't actually done any gardening today uh, I had actually hoped to pop to the allotment after work because I needed to reshoot some video but uh, I didn't get to that and the video that I've shot already is um I'm not going to say it's unusable I might be able to rescue it but anyway that's just not really uh important is it at the moment last night the weekly harvest report was released as it is on every Sunday um and there was actually a reasonable amount harvested considering it's January I had eggs potatoes and Jerusalem artichokes uh, and I still actually have plenty of all of these to follow over the next few weeks the value of these crops came to £5.75, which isn't a huge amount, I know, but it's not too bad. Uh, most of that was from the eggs. The potatoes and Jerusalem artichokes aren't worth very much, to be honest. But they are food, and they are keeping us going, so I can't complain on that. Now, the expenditure over the last week, I did buy some more seed potatoes. Uh, one variety was my trusted home guard and I spent four ninety nine on a bag of those. I grow those every year and I will grow those again. I love these potatoes. They're one of my favourites. And I also bought some pink fir apple potatoes. Now I've never grown these before but I have seen a lot of good reviews about these. So I thought I'd give them a go and we'll see how they get on. I think they were £1.50 or something. Anyway, I spent £6.48 on growing my own throughout this week so yeah that's it really this week's tip of the week from the rhs plant grow harvest calendar reads early fruits and vegetables that can be sown in january include some varieties of raw beans tomatoes and potatoes that's all there is for this week um now i mentioned last week about sowing a few seeds throughout january and those three were some that I didn't mention. Now, ball beans, I sown back in October, so I don't need to do any more of those. Uh, I've got plenty, actually. They're all looking really good. They were planted in the allotment, and they're growing well. Tomatoes, I tend to wait till about February. I've done them in January before, and I think they're best off waiting till January. Potatoes, however, I normally do plant some in a bucket in the greenhouse, in January normally my home guard variety because they're one of my favorite and actually I find they do the best yeah okay I missed off that one last week and I will be doing that towards the end of a month 
Now, I also mentioned last week that I sow seeds in January to get a head start. Uh, most gardeners will say they wait until March, and that's not bad advice. I don't agree, disagree with that. I do it early because I am here to grow food all year round to provide me and my wife with food, and I want to eat all year round. So that's why I tend to start things early. I also like the fact that I can get a head start with some crops and uh, get them going. That's just my personal reasons. Uh, Everyone's different and I'm not going to disagree with anybody that says otherwise. It's all personal choice. However, in my case, I am lucky. As I said last week, I've got heated propagators that will warm the soil like it's spring sun. I've also got grow lights that just extend the sunlight hours to provide the plant with a bit more sunlight to grow on a bit stronger. As I say, that's my personal circumstance. Everyone's different. Anyway, that has got the tip section section wrapped up for this week. Uh, Let's go have a look at my allotment plants for this year. Well, I'm at the very top of my allotment on what I call the newer half. And... This was the area that, or this particular bed was the area that I concentrated on just before Christmas on clearing and tidying. Had raspberries that had taken over and there's several currant bushes and gooseberry bushes and rhubarb. So on this bed I am just going to try and keep it on top of the weeds, keep it tidy and not really do a huge amount, just enjoy what's growing in there. Just Next to that, heading further down, we have my little shed. Now the plan is to paint that uh, and tidy that up and uh, add some lino and just make it a bit more of a man cave, I've said before. But the bed is where we obviously want to concentrate. And this is my larger bed. Uh, This has got quite a bit that is going on or going to have going on. Now at the very, very top of this bed, I've got to fill it with manure and compost. But I'm going to have a row of onions that I've uh, still got to plant out. I've grown far too many onions this year, so I want those in as a row. Next to that is going to be a row of shallots. Uh, Those two will probably take up till about August time. So come August, I could probably pot some... uh, kale or something in there to go in off, uh, throughout the winter. Now next to that I'm going to have a row of potatoes. Now normally I grow potatoes in pots but I've decided now I'm not going to do that. Uh, I just want to get them in the ground because I think they're going to do better and uh, aid with the water. Now I've got several varieties of potatoes I'm going to grow earlies second earlies and main crops so i'll be planting the earlies towards the one side and building it up as we go along Um, again not a huge amount to really talk about with that they're going to be growing there and as they come out well i don't know if i'm going to be following them up with anything it depends what's ready at the time i mean I potatoes I don't I've never grown in the ground before well I have but I just prefer growing them in pots but this year as I say I'm doing something different um 
so the first earlies they can probably be replaced by something once they're out but i want to make sure i get no leftover potatoes uh, and that's going to be june july time so again that could be more winter crops i'm not sure but we'll worry about that as and when and i tend to just follow crops up with what i have growing at the time um I've had a question from a listener about rotating crops and stuff, and I tend not to so much rotate crops. I tend to just uh, not plant things in the same place twice. However, the idea of growing crops in the area after they've been planted is a good idea as well. So yes, so that will bring me down... Uh, well, that's a, probably about the first metre and a half taken up of the top bed. The next bit. Now, I am thinking we will have the beans growing here. And they will probably go in uh, May time. Um, and that will grow those i'm going to try and grow them nice and tall so they'll be french beans and runner beans uh, broad beans not so much because i've got those growing already in a bed on the other half so that that will take up that bit and we're probably about a third of the way down this bed now uh, so what's going to go here i am thinking things like carrots and parsnips row of carrots and row of parsnips again they will be in the bed um all year round they may clear as we go through the year and hopefully i'll get a more successful year with those fingers crossed so that's that's that now that will take me up to about halfway where i'm hoping we'll get some leaks in next sounds like a good plan to me um they'll go in pretty soon actually well they'll be sown fairly soon um yeah that that, that sounds like a good plan there again leeks will take up the bed and they will, they will stay in the bed for a year so i don't really need to follow those up with anything however when they are removed there will be areas that i could probably just pop in whatever i've got growing at that time uh will move a bit further down what's going to go after the leeks well i think we're getting more into the brassicas now so we're going to get um Things like, I don't know, I remember what's going in here now. Sorry, sweet potatoes, they're going to go in here and they're going to just have a row of those and they're going to take up quite a bit of air land um, and that'll be fine. And then we'll have the brassicas, which will be things like kales and cabbages just in a row along there. Trying to keep everything in rows for a change just so I can service it. So kales, cabbages, cauliflowers that sort of thing pumpkins are going to go into the compost bins uh, like i normally do um, and in squashes other squashes such as butternut and winter squash are going to be planted in various places to kind of work between the rows and grow between the rows just to kind of suppress the weeds as long as i've got somewhere to walk as well and that should do okay um, Right, we're now down to the last bit of the bed. Now I'm going to have my chickpeas down here, which is the first time I'm growing those. Um, and yeah, I'll probably have a bit of area where I'm just going to throw whatever I want. Tomatoes will obviously go down here. Um, and chilies and peppers, although 
I'm not growing so many tomatoes this year, but chilies and peppers certainly are going to try. Now, well, here that's that big plot covered really on the top half of my plot. Obviously, to the side we have strawberry bed and the raspberry bed, which actually needs a bit of cutting down because they are autumn raspberries. Uh, there is currently also a compost bin, but that's going to be removed, and that's going to be making a little seating area type thing. Uh, we've got Jerusalem artichokes, uh, not Jerusalem artichoke, the art globe artichoke bed, and then we've got rhubarb bed and the asparagus bed. That is taken up, so I'm not going to do a huge amount with that. But let's head on to my six beds that I normally grow stuff in. Now the first bed that was the first one built that has currently got <laughs> the Brussels sprouts that have been grown or the Brussels sprout plant that is now three years old. Um, that's doing well I'm going to cut that down and see if we can keep growing that. Then we've got um, boar beans in there and they will be in there for till about June July time. The other half of this bed is going to have peas. Now the overwinter peas haven't done so well we'll see how the rest get on. But the come next come the winter time later on in the year that bed will be planted up with shallots. The bed next to it, which was the second bed that I built, um, that currently has brassicas in it and chard, which will last over the winter. Um, once they are used and removed, that will be growing sweet corn, which also do pretty well in there. Um, that will need a good mulch, but. At the moment there's still food growing so I'm not worried. Now bed three uh, which currently has kale and Chinese cabbage and a few other cabbages in there. That is a brassica bed so that'll be my overwintering brassicas, cabbages, that sort of thing. Again they'll grow in there quite nicely uh, and that'll be used for brassicas all year round uh, and won't be have anything else into there until next year. Next to that we have where my garlic is currently growing, the next bed. Um, they're all doing well. Again, they'll be in there till about June-July time. So once July comes, they'll be they'll be removed and harvested and I'll probably have a bit of a mulch and a tidy up and I might sow some radish or something. Pretty quick growing to go in there. Then September, that will be where the overwintering crops grow. Um, get my system kind of thing now the next bed is onions and that would be would definitely have been the onions for this year as well uh, once the onions are removed again it'd be radishes or lettuce same quick um, just to fill in the time in between and then I will follow that up with my garlic uh, now next to that is onions again but that should have been shallots but I just had too many onions this year that will be used onions throughout this year and onions next year which is not good practice to grow the same thing in the same bed or the same place I know but I've done that for a few years now it's not done me any harm um, that in a couple of years time that will have garlic and then after that it will be sunk in not in the family at all now I've got three long thin beds that I'm not sure what I'm going to do with just yet. They might be coming out because I'm getting a greenhouse. I've mentioned before, 
and I'm hoping to have the greenhouse in this area. So my plans here aren't going to be that massive. I also have an area to the side of that where my potato buckets have, are growing and still growing. Um, that might be where the greenhouse lives in the end. I, I'm, I say I'm not entirely sure. I've just got to get get the greenhouse and think about it. But again, I'm not I, I, I'm not too sure really on those bits just yet but the main beds are what I've thinking about and thought about and getting a plan together that will make growing things easier what are your plans do you rotate plans do you successional crop I'd love to know let me know in the comments or email me richard at the vegegrowerpodcast.co.uk Well, that is my plans for the allotment for this year. Uh, although I've got to say, my plans are not set in stone. They may well change throughout the year as things go and progress. Um, it came about because of this question I had about successional growing and how I try and grow food throughout the year. And it's um, it's kind of been a difficult one to put into words because as a uh, space becomes available, I just fill it with whatever I'm going to want to grow. But yeah, that's kind of my plans. What are your plans? Let me know in the comments on the blog post for this podcast. That can be found at vegegrowerpodcast.co.uk or you can email me richard at vegegrowerpodcast.co.uk or you can join me on pretty much every social media platform there is or even the Facebook group. Just search for The Veg Grower Podcast. There's got to be an easier way to say all that, hasn't there? In last week's podcast, I did say I was holding a few competitions throughout 2019, and this week I am launching these competitions. There's several of these competitions uh, with different things to achieve for them. Now, the first competition is who can grow the highest value of crops in a garden or allotment, or garden and allotment. Now, all you've got to do for that is just share with me what you've harvested uh, and how much that would have cost from a shot. Pretty much the same as my weekly harvest report that I release every Sunday. How much you've harvested, what it is, and what it would have cost you from... I usually use Tesco's or Waitrose for things that can't be found at Tesco's. But yeah, that's the kind of idea. Competition 2 will be the best audio from a listener. Competition 3 will be the best vlogger. And Competition 4 will be a photo competition. For these, all you've got to do is send me the audio or video or photo or post it in the group. The audio is a bit hard to do for that. Uh, but if you want to send it to me, use WeTransfer. Pretty much the audio and video is best through WeTransfer.com. Just go there, enter my email address, enter your email address, add your files, send it to me. As long as it's under two gigabytes, I will get it. Audio I would like to use in the podcast. But if you don't want it to go in there, just let me know and that's fine. Uh, videos, uh, you can send them to me. You can post them in the Facebook group. Or if you've got a YouTube channel, just share with me the link. Uh, again, either through email or in the Facebook group. I prefer the Facebook group or the forum, I should say as well, on uh, the website. Uh, just because it gets seen by more people. And the competition, again, just share your photos, website, forum, Facebook 
all that sort of thing. And these three will be judged not so much on the technical aspects of what you're doing, um, but just to see the mo- it's about the best story, the most interesting side of things, as opposed to, well, I've grown all this and then this looking good. I don't care what it looks like. What you, if your plot's a mess or anything, I don't care about that. That's not what I'm judging. It's about the food and your journey and you. That's what I want to hear, see, and so on. Please, please do get that. There will be another two competitions, the longest carrot and the biggest pumpkin. Um, again, photos of those with measurements and sort of thing around the time. I will post a blog post, hopefully tomorrow, if I get around to it, with the details for all these competitions and details and rules and things. But please get your thinking cap on now uh, and get sharing. Uh, I'd, I'd really want to build a community of veg growers where we're, we're sharing off each other. And I do feel audio and video is the way to do this at the moment. Any questions, don't hesitate to get in touch. And of course, the as I say, the blog post will be out tomorrow sharing all the details. Prizes for these will be the certificates, gardening goodies and the VegGrower podcast merchandise such as cups or t-shirts. Talking of competitions, the weekly competition goes on and this week the winner goes to Dave who emailed me about his greenhouse. Uh, he's a competition grower who I'm hoping to get on the show in the not too distant future. Okay, well, I am approaching the end of this week's podcast. Hope you have enjoyed it. Uh, Don't forget to hit me up on all the social media. Email me. If you liked it, shared it. Please bring listeners along and all that kind of thing. Um, Okay, well, until next time, please take care. I'll see you again then. Bye.